Which coaches are on the NFL hot seat in 2023? Which teams might be looking for new coaches in 2024? And who are those coaches that there's no chance their seats are ice cold this season with ultimate job security? Team by team on today's Peacock and Williamson. NFL analyst Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson bring you expert NFL analysis every day in less than 30 minutes. Get an inside look into the NFL on the field and in the front office. With elite breakdowns, next-level analysis, and in-depth information only for the real NFL fans. This is Peacock and Williamson, and it starts now. Welcome to the Peacock and Williamson NFL show. Brian Peacock alongside Matt Williamson at BD Peacock at Williamson NFL. Thanks, everybody, for making us your first listen here on the Locked On Podcast Network your team every day. We appreciate all appreciate all of the everydayers out there. And you can be an everydayer. Just subscribe up on the new Peacock and Williamson YouTube channel or find us anywhere you find your podcasts. Today's episode of Peacock and Williamson, by the way, is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash NFL. That's linkedin.com slash NFL to post your job for free terms and conditions apply okay let's just go down through every team Matt, and and look at the head coaches and and, you know on a sliding scale from ice cold to molten hot lava uh (laughs) who who could be on the hot seat and and whose seat might heat up quickly in 2023 and uh let's just start with the afc east and i think there's some, some pretty good job security in this division starting with sean mcdermott of the buffalo bills Right. He's safe. I mean, I think that's definitely the case. However, another year of winning the division and um, losing in the first round, not winning the division, tough division. I mean, can there be, can this guy win the big one conversation here pretty soon? There probably is some of those rumblings already. Pretty harsh, if you ask me. I mean, I think he's a top 10 head coach and will get plucked up in a second. But it's not ice, ice. It's not Antarctica. Well, you know, it's funny because we'll talk about some coaches. And, and by the way, a lot of feedback on the, the Hall of Fame conversations we had last week. And, you know, some of the some of the coaches that are that are on the Hall of Fame track. Right. Or coaches that have already been fired. Doug Peterson won a yeah. Super Bowl, has gotten fired and now is considered, you know, potentially a Hall of Fame coach still. And, and he's got his new young quarterback. So it could happen quickly. A bad season, a couple of bad seasons, something really disappoint, you know, a disappointed owner. Uh, right. There's very few, very patient owners around the NFL. Um, you've talked about how there's been three coaches in your lifetime of the Pittsburgh Steelers. You cannot say that about other organizations, <laughs> no. right? So uh, there were three coaches hard. with the Browns in the year I was there. <laughs> <laughs> so it's but it's i mean it's hard to paint a picture of even a disastrous season it's probably because it's injury riddled and you don't mm-hmm. have your star quarterback on the field and then you get a pass anyway so i, I can't see a, a situation where sean mcdermott would be on the hot seat this year i tend to agree i mean i, I think he's very strong on the safe side you know bill belichick hall of fame lock and probably someone that just can't ever get fired at this point could they force him to early retirement would be the the question if it's just mediocrity from here on out for him yeah and i I often say the belichick reed carols probably will never bottom out i mean i don't think they're the first pick in the draft next year type of thing but i mean it's been several off seasons of very questionable team building 
And I think it's a little unfair, but it looms that what have you done since Tom left? You know, I mean, and at his age, could he get pushed out with another blah year? I mean, the, the, the offensive coordinator thing he did last year sure doesn't help his job security, you know, things like that. One of the weirdest things he's done, right? And, right. and another coach talking about job security, somebody else gets fired after that. That, that was, yeah, right. He right, has right, the right. ability to do something like that and get away with it. Uh, if Bill O'Brien doesn't save things on offense, does that hurt him here? Um, does Robert, could Robert Kraft come in and say, okay, we're, we're getting you a GM and stripping you of this ability mm-hmm. and this ability? Yeah, that's not going to fly, right? With Bill Belichick. Right. I don't think Bill's saying that's cool. Yeah. You know, he's not going to take a lesser role. I would say his seat is probably warmer than you would think in a Robert Kraft getting impatient and mm-hmm. yeah, maybe, you know, maybe it's time to retire for a year and then who knows he shows up somewhere else. Uh, but you know, he, he's, he can't get fired. So he's not going to get fired, you know? Right. right. I mean, it would be, Oh, he's stepping down and we're putting him in the ring of honor and it's Bill Belichick day and yeah. you know, flags flying everywhere. Rings galore. Last note on that one though. I think I should know this off the top of my head, but is it Gerard Mayo? that's on the staff, you know, like if he becomes this really hot candidate and they don't want to lose him, maybe you say, you know, call him assistant head coach for or in waiting type of thing, or, you know, you know what I mean? It's kind of still Bill Belichick, right? But I think his son, Steve Belichick has a hand in it and Gerard Mayo. Mm-hmm. It's just an odd situation. Both offense and defensive coordinators is, it's, it's was murky for them. Now it's Bill O'Brien's clearly the offensive coordinator. It's still Bill's defense. But I think Steve Belichick and Gerard Mayo both have a big hand in it. And to be honest with you, I I probably I can't even tell you off the top of my head which who's actually the the defensive coordinator. They might uh, not have one. Or if it's you know if it's like a co-defensive coordinator thing, and right. who's actually calling the plays? Is it is it something where someone's calling the plays and it's going through Bill's headset and he decides if he wants to roll with that play or not? Um, let us know, actually, Patriots fans out there, what what that dynamic is with the defensive coordinator of the uh, of the New England Patriots right now and who's officially got that title. I just mentioned Mayo because I've often heard him as a hot coaching candidate, and if they don't want him to leave the organization, maybe they say you're the successor. You know, I'm making some – it's a little bit fictional. I'm trying to make some stuff up here that could push Bill out. Uh, interesting. Okay, I'm seeing the uh, another Belichick, Brian Belichick, Patriots safeties coach, is – he became – He's becoming the team's defensive coordinator slash linebackers coach. Hmm. Mike Pellegrino there. Okay. There's a lot of hold on. Let's go to the New England Patriots. Now, now yeah. I can't get past this. I want to just go to the, what the official site says here um, about this. And I mean, obviously, we all know Bill Belichick's defense. So right, 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 right. But to your earlier point about the offensive coordinator, would every coach in the league get away with this with several Williamsons on staff? And I mean, the, you know what I mean? Pretty <laughs> yeah. strong there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Brian Belichick is safeties coach. Steve Belichick is linebackers coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gerard Mayo is linebackers coach. Um, Joe Judge, assistant head, head coach. He's back with the Patriots. Yeah, right, right, right. Cornerbacks uh, coach, Mike Pellegrino. Uh, th- there's no defensive coordinator. Okay. I mean, I know Bill obviously has a lot of say there. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Of course. Yeah. So, Weird organization, obviously. Shrouded in uh, in secrecy there. But yeah, it's it's Bill Belichick's defense. Of course. How about Mike McDaniels, the uh, second year now head coach of the Miami Dolphins? Did a nice job in year one. I think he's super safe. 
But any team, this will be a recurring theme when we go through all 32, any team that pushes all their chips in the middle and doesn't hit, your seat gets hot quick. And I think Miami pushed all their chips in the middle for this year. I'm not saying they have to win the Super Bowl, but they can't miss the playoffs. You know, then all of a sudden your seat's really warm this time next year. They brought in Vic Fangio to run the defense. Right, right. Uh, and they should be good. Now, the Tua thing, if he bumps his head again and like, man, mm-hmm. you know, you're you're a Mike White led team, but Super Bowl ready everywhere, everywhere else. That's um, that's a little sticky. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, then you can't blame that on the head coach. Right. So right. I, I got I feel like this is I mean, this whole division feels pretty, pretty cool. But next, Matt. I think you could draw. I think the the one head coach you could really paint the picture of a firing happening because of the 2023 season is the New York Jets. Let's get Me to too. the next and then talk about the rest of the AFC divisions here. We'll get into the NFC divisions tomorrow. Uh, we're, we're going team by team. How hot is each head coaching seat in the NFL heading into 2023? Today's episode of Peacock and Williamson is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. All you do is you add your job to the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile, and that spreads the word that you're hiring. And then you utilize simple tools on LinkedIn like screening questions that make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. And look, all the uh, all the hirees you're looking for are already on LinkedIn. So why not go there first, find the biggest pool, and then prioritize those perfect candidates for you. Maybe find some folks that didn't even know they were looking for a new job until they saw your job available. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster, Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free terms and conditions apply. So Robert Sala is next up, Matt, to finish up yeah. the AFC East here. And they brought in a hall of fame quarterback to fix everything that ailed them last year. Tons of young talent everywhere. I think they've got a GM whose job's extremely safe in Joe Douglas, mm-hmm. so much so that if things were to go wonky, I think it would be a lot easier for Joe Douglas to say, ah, Hey, ownership, we got to, I'm going to go hire, I'm going to go find a new head coach for us because I've built this great roster and we're, we're going to go win, run back one more time with Aaron Rodgers and we'll get the right coach and then we'll go win. No, I 100% agree. I, I definitely think it's the warmest seat in the division for all those reasons. We know Aaron Rodgers can be a little bristly. You know, let's say him and Salah don't see eye to eye by week 10 and, you know, they're five and five. And the organization has to pick between quarterback and head coach, you know, and you mentioned GM. Yeah, I think Salah is the obvious chopping block guy there between those three. I don't think it's necessarily warm either, though. I think they like him. No, but there's pressure. Yeah, there's well respect. You better win this year. Yeah, there's pressure to win. Like you can't have a bad season. So it's it's, seven or eight wins isn't going to cut it. Right now, it's not warm, but it could warm up the fastest. Agreed. Agreed. That's the best way to put it. Yeah. Yep. 
Uh, let's go to the AFC North here, Matt. The division you cover the closest and start with the uh, the Baltimore Ravens and uh, a head coach we talked about Friday as being a guy who's a very likely Hall of Famer if he just keeps coaching a little while longer, especially if he gets himself another ring. And uh, He already stacks up well against current Hall of Fame head coaches in John Harbaugh. So you're not firing head Hall of Fame head coaches, are you? No, I think he's safe as could be, to be honest with you. I do think it's noteworthy that last year they switched defensive coordinators. This year they're switching offensive coordinators. So there's not tremendous stability there, but I think Harbaugh's super safe. Yeah. Right. And the the fact that they figured out the Lamar Jackson thing, I think was huge. If there was a locker room yeah. problem and, and they lost their star quarterback and then had bad quarterback play and started to be a bad football team and wins and losses – uh, really started to skew in the wrong direction, then I think that could have hurt John Harbaugh and be like, okay, this this whole, this we got to scrap it and start over because whatever dynamic is happening here just isn't working, and we lost the star quarterback that didn't want to be here. Um, that not being the case, I mean, it speaks to the leadership from John John Harbaugh, I think, and it speaks to his leadership no, realizing that okay, we're going to change some things up on offense and defense, but we're going to keep rolling with the program that's won us a whole lot of football games for a long time. So, uh, ice cold seat for me here in Baltimore. Yeah, and it's interesting because I did read the Ravens chapter in Warren Sharp's book last night, and I threw this out on Twitter. Lamar Jackson's 45 and 15 as a starting quarterback in games that he started and finished. And almost all those games was on a rookie contract deal without wide receivers to throw to. Like, it, it, good thing that got done, is all I'm saying, you know. Right, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That, that needed to get done. And Lamar needs to be healthy this December. And oh, yeah. Ravens making, doing some damage in the playoffs, maybe. Cincinnati Bengals. How about Zach Taylor? He was a hot seat guy that is no longer a hot seat guy, I think. Yeah, I agree. And maybe I sell him short. I'm sure I do. But I sure feel like he's kind of li- – Burrow's helping him more than the other way around. But they're uh, safe as could be, yeah. And that's why that it's funny how cool his his seat got as as right. Bro showed up and started playing better and better, and then all of a sudden it's like, hey, guess what? The head coach is pretty good too, I guess. Uh, mm-hmm. And look, I, I, I want to shout out a guy on the defensive side of the ball who's definitely not on the hot Tremendous. seat. In fact, he might be his own head coach next year. That's Lou Anarumo, who's well yeah. thought of and had some head coaching interviews. In the past, uh, he might be one of the next, you know, head coach hirees after some of these hot seat coaches that we talk about uh, do lose their jobs after the 2023 season. Tremendous schemer, tremendous adjuster. I I read the whole AFC North chapter, actually, for Sharp. And a a big thing he mentions in there is he came, I don't want to say he he figured out Pat Mahomes, but of all the Mahomes games where he holds the ball, I think it was three seconds or longer are the worst games of Mahomes' career, and they're, like, all against Cincinnati. Like, they figured mm-hmm. out a way to have him hold the football. And, you know, that's uh-huh. Amarumo. Yeah. Cleveland Browns head coach is Kevin Stefanski. Uh, they brought in Jim Schwartz as the defensive coordinator there that a lot of folks pointed out uh, to us in a, in a recent podcast. Um, and Alex Van Pelt, the offensive coordinator. But Kevin Stefanski, is this a, this is, this is a pretty big season for him? And there's no more excuses with Deshaun Watson. Watson's got to play well. And the Cleveland Browns have to perform, and it's a tough division, I know, but this this seat's a little bit warm, I think, for me. I think it's the warmest one we've talked about yet. I mean, I think it's win now or you're in trouble. Like, I'm not sure a six or seven win season he survives, maybe not even an eight or nine win season he survives. 
You're, you know, Watson is now a $65 million cap hit a year going forward. So you're in it to win it now. You know, the window's closing. Matt, is there any scenario that you could paint in your mind as we sit here in July that sees Mike Tomlin fired or even maybe so maybe stepping down even uh, as the Pittsburgh Steelers head coach after the 2023 season? Only if he chose to. I mean, honestly, I think they could go 0-17 and he'd be fine, to be honest with you. And the other note I just wanted to throw out there is Kevin Colbert recently retired as the GM. And I think that basically those two powers the wrong word, but they were kind of Mr. Rooney's right and left-hand man. Now Tomlin's even higher up in the, you know, he's clearly the most important football person. You know what I mean? So he has more power than ever. And did, did, was the, uh, I'm blanking on who the new GM is, is Omar Khan. Oh, that's right. Khan. Yeah. And he was already, he was already there, right? He was a cap guy that got bumped up to GM. Who's not really a football dude, but he hired a lot of impressive scouts that, you know, it's a structured a little bit different, but Mm -hmm. Tomlin has more juice than ever. No more stable organization in the NFL. Hot seats don't happen in Pittsburgh. Not right now. Nope. Moving on to the AFC South and the Houston Texans, uh, we're going to get into the portion of new head coaches. You're not going to fire D'Amico Ryans after one season. So no matter how bad things go for the Houston Texans, I think things are safe. Now, I can't say the same thing about their GM. And if the Houston Texans end up with the number one overall pick, but they don't own it anymore because they traded it away, uh, that could be disastrous for the GM. But I don't see D'Amico Ryans going anywhere. Hadn't thought about it, but this is a pretty safe division all in all. I mean, and I guess we can spend less time on the first-year head coaches, but it would have to be a Denver situation last year in terms of just ineptitude. And even Houston didn't go get Russell Wilson. You know I mean? Like, everyone knows it's going to take a time. Yes, and and on top of that, this is a team that's already had one and dones. You can't do that. Like you, you right. everybody knows. So if you're the GM, you're clinging on to D'Amico Ryan's. This is your last opportunity. You don't get a chance to right. hire another quarterback. You don't get a chance to hire another head coach. So uh, you know the 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 entire front office, the entire structure of this team has to support D'Amico Ryan's and hope he is the guy and he'll get every opportunity to. I would imagine. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Next up is the Indianapolis Colts, another new similar head coach, um, another GM that's been around for a little while and, and probably a very similar dynamic in that everybody needs Shane Steichen and everybody needs rookie quarterback Anthony Richardson to be the right guys for their job. The only thing I'd say here to add to it is pretty volatile owner, though. You know, I mean, wakes up on the wrong side of the bed, who yeah. knows, but I doubt it, you know. <laughs> but it's not... I mean, look, and uh, I think that most times GMs are in the owner's ear more. So it's a lot easier to say, okay, GM, fire the head coach and go find a new head coach. Um, but you're right about the volatility here of ownership and Ursay. And maybe he just doesn't like Steichen. He's like, yeah, you know, never really, I didn't, I don't like this guy after hanging around with him for yeah. a season. So let's go, let's go find a new guy. But it, it Call Jeff like Saturday him. back, you know, right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, perfect <laughs> example. Jeff Saturday. It's like, what the hell are you doing? Jeff what Saturday? Are you doing? Right. So uh, that you're, you're not the most always, stable group, but, you know, I think they're yeah, safe. Yeah. Not stable. Pretty safe, but maybe just uh, maybe one shade warmer just because of who the owner is here. Exactly. Here. Exactly. All right. Next, we're going to finish it up. We got the Jaguars and Titans in the South and the AFC West head coaches 
how hot are these seats? And I think there is one seat that is the hottest out west. Next. Today's episode of Peacock and Williamson is brought to you by Bird Dogs. Bird Dogs make you look good. They make you feel good as well. Bird Dogs stretch khaki shorts are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg, giving you that truly sculpted look. Uh, I don't happen to be wearing my Bird Dogs right now. I actually just folded them up because I'm about to uh, go do some golfing a little bit later. And uh, I love my Bird Dogs pants for golfing and i love my bird dog shorts for just about everything they are so versatile you hang out by the pool hang out uh at, at a barbecue hang out in the sunshine wherever you are in your summer and uh and, and feel those vibes but they look good enough to go just about anywhere you need to go go from work to the golf course in your bird dogs bird dog shorts do the exact same thing as lululemon but just fit way better they stretch in all the ways you need to for your active lifestyle they fit uh, better than regular shorts that are made of stiff, restricted cotton because Bird Dogs fixes all those issues by inventing their cloud knit fabric that looks just like khaki but stretches. So you get a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice that movement and you get anti stink sweat whipping, wicking fabric. So go to birddogs.com slash locked on NFL or enter promo code locked on NFL for a free Yeti style tumbler with your order. That's birddogs.com slash locked on NFL or just use. Promo code locked on NFL at checkout for a free Yeti style tumbler. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. Another fairly safe. Are we looking at a season where we're going to have fewer head coach firings or after a month? Because, man, every time I think I know what's going on in the NFL, you don't have to wait a full season to have your mind blown. Just wait a month and all of a sudden it's like, oh, wait a second. Maybe things aren't quite <laughs> as crazy over here. But, man, I, I feel like there's a lot of safe jobs, at least in the AFC right now. Yeah, I have a hard time seeing Jacksonville make a change, even if they take a step back, which I think could be in the cards, you know, or they don't win that division, even though they're big favorites. It's always more difficult to operate as a favorite with expectations, but he's a high quality head coach. They've rocked the boat a lot. I think he's really safe. Yeah, I absolutely do think they're safe. And I think they're so glad they got away from Urban Meyer and got some stability and got a head coach that looks like he's working really well in developing that young quarterback. Mm -hmm. And uh, I expect them to be better, not worse this season. But if they do get worse, you never know. It can happen quickly. Yeah. Well, Mike Vrabel. Mike Vrabel is the only disciple from Bill Belichick that's making good right now in the NFL. There's been so many Belichick tree coaches that hired and they just never quite work out. And now the roster side of things are, are falling apart for Mike Vrabel. So could they clean house in Tennessee with a bad season? I don't think so. I mean, I think he's nearly Harbaugh safe. You know, I think he's a big time head coach. Maybe ownership disagrees with me and there's a conflict of personalities. I highly doubt it. But I would think these are going to be rough years. That's the captain we want to, you know, captain the ship through these rough waters, not somebody else. You know, right. I think it it's tough for Tennessee, too, because then if they start over at quarterback again next year, then it's another rough year. And then you get two rough years back to back, and then it mm -hmm. can kind of change things. But I agree. It, it doesn't feel like he would be on the hot seat this year. But maybe expectations are higher for them internally than they are for us, and a disappointing season would, would make them think about moving on and, and changing head coaches. Maybe. I think he would be hired in 0.3 seconds, though. You know, Ohio I'll State or wherever would grab him in a heartbeat. You know? Oh, he would, he would have an NFL job. He'd have a college job. He would Whatever have he any job he wants, probably. Yep, 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 yep. No doubt. Let's go to the West. And uh, probably a safe job for Sean Payton. First-year head coach. He's yes. not a first-time head coach, though. 
But if things are bad again, do they clean house from top to bottom? New GM, new head coach? Probably not because of what they paid to get Peyton. I think they're kind of stuck with him for a little while, even if he's not the right guy. That's what I was going to say. I don't know what all these coaches are making, but he might be the highest paid coach in the league. If not, he's not far off. And you gave him a first round pick for him. Like he has total carte blanche this year in terms of he could win three or four games and be safe. Then it starts to be a conversation, but he there, I don't think he has any chance of getting let go this year. I totally agree. I totally agree. But we know coaches are going to get fired and we have only got maybe, I know you don't have many so far in the AFC. Uh, so these last few are very interesting. Kansas City's in, not interesting. Right. But, oh, yeah, right, right. The, the last two are interesting. Yeah. Interesting. This one is not. Andy Reid's in the same. He's probably even in a better place than, than Bill Belichick is. Yes. Oh, yeah. No doubt in my mind. Like, probably totally no up to safe, him. No safer job in the NFL unless he wants to – he decides he wants to walk away after this season for Andy Reid. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe he has health issues or I've done enough and I've got enough rings and, you know, whatever – I'm done with this stuff, but it's up to him, I think. He's as safe as any coach in the league. No icier cold seat in the NFL than Andy Reid's in Kansas City. Nope. You cannot say the same for the Las Vegas Raiders and Josh McDaniels, though, Matt. And I know there was some talk that maybe he he could even get fired this offseason. They don't have – you know, the Raiders operate a little bit differently. I don't know what the – economics are for mark davis now in las vegas if he's got more cash on hand it's just not that easy to mm-hmm. you know get rid of a coach and still pay him and then pay a, a brand new head coach in just the the sheer cash dollars it takes to to make some moves like that uh and, and i think the raiders are more strapped than some other teams maybe mm-hmm. uh tom brady's got enough money to do that but I, I would think tom brady likes josh mcdaniels as much as anybody right so um a bad season, who knows? But even Josh McDaniels is probably only warm and not necessarily a hot seat guy unless it's just a disaster there. Yeah, they, there sure seems to be an affinity between the Davises and the Belichick Patriots team and trying to make it, you know, the Patriot way out west. But I think there's a chance it's a disastrous season and they have a top five pick and his seat should be pretty warm. Slightly warm. I would. Yeah. Would you say McDaniel's seat is warmer than anybody? Uh, Robert Sala, I think we we said could be somewhat warm. Browns were um, warm. Yeah, Stefanski. I would say McDaniel's is warmer than all of those. So the warmest. I agree. Thing. Yeah, and he certainly thing. is the worst team of those. Yeah. Right. So the most you know likely I mean? to have a bad season where that warm turns hot. Yeah, and maybe expectations aren't quite as high as in New York and Cleveland. You know, but he could have the first pick in the draft. But here is the hottest seat. The final team. I agree. This is the hottest seat in the AFC. And that is because expectations are higher than probably in Las Vegas. And that is Los Angeles Chargers head coach, Brandon Staley. Uh, he, He did such a nice job with the Rams defense. And he's a really smart guy. Things have not worked out great for him as a head coach. Um and this is kind of his last opportunity, I think, right? He's got a young superstar quarterback. There's no excuses for him to not have a playoff team that not only makes the playoffs, but, you know, just blows the doors off the playoffs and, and goes and wins some playoff games in January. So I, I think he's got to not only be not bad, I think he's got to be really good to save his job. I tend to agree. You know, you just got a new offensive coordinator in there. Uh, I mean, if I'm ownership going, 
hey, we spent a lot these last couple of years with our quarterback on a rookie deal, going getting Khalil Mack and J.C. Jackson and all those type of dudes. What do we have to show for it? And you mentioned, you know, he comes with a defensive background. And have you really improved the defense? Eh, not so much, you know. And it's about to get expensive and the window's closing. So and we might have to do a different move here. Yeah, I think his seat's quite warm. And how easy would that job be to fill, right? If you're like, hey, oh, guess yeah. what? we've got a superstar quarterback, a young one at that, and, you know, come live in good weather, Los Angeles. Sure. It's it'd be easy to find the best head coach candidate out there. And so yep. if you're the owner of the Los Angeles chargers, what's the, what, what needs to happen for Brandon Staley to keep his job? Like what's record wise finish wise. Win a playoff game. Okay. One playoff win. I think that goes a long way. I mean, is yeah. the minimum. Yeah. I mean, get in the playoffs and win the game, you know, don't go below it in Jacksonville. Like you did last right. year. That doesn't help. Yeah. Either. Lose the first round or not get yeah. in like no playoffs. You're done. Brand State I tend to tend to agree. So yeah. it's how you perform in that playoff game. And hopefully and, you get a couple of playoff games. And he probably gets too much heat for it, but all that going for it on fourth down and unorthodox way of thinking makes it a little easier to can you. You know, if you're gonna yeah. operate outside the box, you better be pretty good at it, you know. Yeah, it's, the the only rule is it has to work. Goes as zany right, right. as you want if it works. If it's not working, a lot easier to poke holes into your reason for the team losing exactly exactly all right so there's the afc let us know what you guys think at bd peacock at williamson nfl on twitter on threads uh on instagram you can you can find me hit me up wherever you want and of course find us on youtube in the comments there matt and i back tomorrow nfc head coach hot seats right here peacock and williamson <laughs>